Hi, recently I was asked, can you help me help my seniors be better leaders? And I know a lot of us are plagued by senioritis. I feel like that was one of my hardest thing things when I first started coaching is, uh, is the senior thing. These kids that we had during sophomore year, junior year, even as young kids, then they'd get to be seniors and they'd turn into aliens and I'd be like, what is happening here? And I think that we had a backwards mentality on our team and we had to really work hard to change the culture. And I do a studio, I, I run a studio, plus I coach a high school team. So I can speak for both. And I think there's a culture at the studio and there's a culture on the team. And when Allie was a senior, my daughter, um, when she was a senior on the team, she was saying to me, I just hated it when I was a sophomore and junior when kids would be like, seniors off the bus first, and seniors get to line up at whatever, wherever we're eating first. And it just got to be, you know, and so I was like, well, change it. So... Well, I think then we just kind of started doing stuff like if we wanted to get off the bus first, we sat in the front of the bus. But then it actually was more fun that way, too, because then we were the ones that got to chat with the coaches, which it made more sense. So it kind of some other good stuff came out of it, too. Yeah, the seniors started sitting in the front of the bus where they used to always be in the back. And then they would, like, want everybody to wait as they got off, like, you know, their little entourage almost. And But what ended up happening is then we were planning and talking and we utilize those seniors as leaders in the front of the bus to help the coaches we just talked about the whole way home about stuff we needed to improve and things we need to work on so today's talk is for seniors and coaches i hope you can and studio owners share this with them how important they are so another great thing that's happened at our studio is that our our top our seniors are sticking with it no matter what team they were on there was a tradition kind of not really a tradition but it was more like a happening that if they didn't make the a team then they quit and then what would happen is our dream team wouldn't be as strong as it possibly could be because it didn't have those leaders they were probably the top of the b class and then they left and we had didn't have that leadership that we needed mm -hmm. So one big thing I, I would like to say to seniors is, a couple big things is, bloom where you're planted. Maybe you aren't the best kid on the team, but you can do a lot no matter where you are. So try really hard to bloom where you're planted and be the best you personally can be. Don't worry about, oh, I'm here, or I'm here, you know? I felt like our seniors, especially this past year, really, really did a great job at that. Like I can, I can really think of like quite a few of our seniors that I feel like really moved mountains this year and pushed themselves to become better, whether they were the best ones or not, um, and really focusing on their future after high school, but also just being really hard workers. And it made such a big difference in our studio and on our high school team. And I think she's bringing up a big point that, that I was going to get to is that um, when you're a senior, you haven't arrived at the station. It used to be on our team that when you were a senior, you, you had arrived, and then it was your chance to boss everybody else around. Uh-uh, that is not how it should be. Um, seniors do need to see how much farther they can take it. And she's right. We, we can name about three kids this year on our senior class that just got so much better as mm -hmm. seniors. One of them didn't make our varsity jazz. They made our varsity jazz on our high school team, but they didn't get to dance. They were, you know, on the bench. And since then, she's kept working at the studio and she made a college dance team. So I'm like, wow, that is incredible. So just think about how much farther you can take your skill this year. That's what's going to help everybody else, you know, because what, what the kid, what you need to be doing to the kids at your team or studio is setting an example. So you need to set an example of how hard to work. And if you're the hardest worker there, 
you're going to raise the level of the studio by far. So that's my first challenge is to try to be the hardest worker at practice. And that will set more example than you can imagine. She always laughs that I, I use this saying that your actions speak so loud, I cannot hear the words you're saying. So you can tell kids to work hard. You can be bossy and go, I need you to do this. But they tune you out, but they don't tune out what you're doing. So really try hard to set that example. Mm-hmm. Something we always, an example we always like to use is that we had a senior one year who's now one of our instructors in another town, but she um, had a really bad back, and she but every time would do the back bend in our dance. And one time she was like, I'm just going to fake it because my back is hurting too bad. Well, so she actually she, had a medical condition, you know. Yeah. So, so she, she could have been faking it. Yeah. <laughs> or so could have been sitting out. Yeah, but then so then the one time she was like, I'm just going to mark it because my back is hurting really bad. So she marked it, and then the, everybody else did it. And then the next time we ran the dance, she said the girls on both sides of her marked the back bend because she didn't do it. And it wasn't like she went, okay, you guys, everybody mark your back bend or, you know, whatever it may be. They were watching what she was doing, so they are paying more attention to what you're doing and not what you're saying. So true. Try to be the spark of energy and enthusiasm on your team. There's going to be days when everything is, like, you're tired. It's not going to be a fun day, maybe. You can be the one to make it fun. There's a little saying that my mother-in-law used to always say, well, wherever you go, there you are. And what she meant is you take yourself with you wherever you go. Mm -hmm. So if you're not having fun, hello, you got to think about what you can do to make it better. So think about what you personally can do to make practice more um, effective by lining up fast, by being yelling, we got this, go girl, yell to each other. Kind of think if you can be the spark. With that said, you have to think what your role is. We're all a little different. Yep. You know, there's kids that are maybe the quiet leaders. There's kids that are the enthusiastic leaders. Be true to yourself, but do step out of your zone a little bit to help others on your team achieve. You know, and if you've achieved anything, one of the things I love older kids to do is mentor other kids. Just the other day, I had my seniors call and go, will you open the studio? We're going to be working with some of the younger kids because they wanted to be mentored on different things. So, you know, in band, they call it sectionals. The clarinets are meeting together and the flutes and the trombones or whatever. In dance, it might be the kids that need more help with spotting or it might be the kids that need... Flexibility. Flexibility. So think how you can mentor other people. And if you spend your senior year thinking how you can make other people better, guess who it's going to make better? You. You know, so I I really want to stress that. I also, one thing I told my seniors is if we want these rookies to come in kind of quaking in their boots a little, you know, a little scared, you want a little fear, but not in a bad way. And I just said, always be early because if you're early in there and you're working out and it works so well, one year I was remodeling my house and so I was having to shower at the studio. So I got there really early and we had a 7 a.m. practice and I, I had taken my shower, I was getting, I was going out to the lobby and I looked out and all of a sudden the kids were all in the studio working out already and we weren't supposed to start at 7, but I thought I was late because they were in there, but the seniors were just trying to really walk the walk and get in there early so that other kids know that's how we start, you know. I don't want to have to tell my kids to line up. I want them to know, they know what time practice starts and, and that's a thing too that seniors can really lead. And so much of it, it does go back to just leading by example. It's not about bossing people around. I feel like that's kind of where it keeps going, but you don't want to just be a talker. Like you just, if you do stuff, what you're supposed to do and work really hard and give people feedback and motivate kids, that's what's going to make your year great, not being bossy. Right. 
I probably should have started with this, but think right now, if you're going into your senior year, how do you want to be remembered when you graduate? When somebody gets your costume, like in high school team, we pass down costumes. You don't do that at the studio as much, but you know, when your name comes up, how is your name going to be used in a sentence? Are they going to go, oh, I remember her. I really miss her. Oh, she helped me so much. Or are they going to be, oh, she was so bossy. I'm glad she's gone. You know, she was scary or she was mean. Yeah, you don't yeah. want that. Yeah, she. you don't want to be, you know, you, you don't want to lead out of fear. That's not a good way to lead. You want to lead out of compassion and, and mentoring people and helping them get better. Uh, so that's a really important one. And I know on some teams they have captains, some teams they don't. If you're a senior and you're not a captain, think how you can help make the captain's job easier. I know I was not captain and I'm kind of a leader type, so it was really hard for me. But I had to make a decision. You either get on board or you get off the ship. You know, go with your team and see how you can help those captains. There are certain seniors, this is a really big thing that happens, right? I mean, kids don't get captain and then they turn into an alien, another type of alien, because they're, they're trying to make the captain's job harder. I remember one year I had a really great leader and she actually went on to be a coach later, but her senior year, she didn't get captain and she was just being, I won't use the words that I, I don't know what word to describe her, but she was being hard to deal with. And finally one day I hauled her out into the lobby and I'm just like, you need to make a decision. You didn't get captain, but you either get on board or you, you get off because you got to be all in and you got to be helping those captains. There are many ways you can lead without a label. Many, yeah. many ways you can lead without a label. So one of the things I think leaders really need to do is be able to take the pulse of the team, help be a liaison to the coach or the, the teacher to tell them what's going on in the you know, other ranks. Mm-hmm. So kind of being the one, like we don't know what's going on in the locker room and the lobby and everywhere, but be, be one. You don't want to be a tattletale, but I, I love it when kids come to me and say, coach, you need to know this. Like these people are talking about this or there's a lot of negativity about this or what. It doesn't need to be like, she said she doesn't like you like or whatever. But if it's something that you feel like is affecting the team, that's when you'd want to go to the coach with it. And also on the other side of that, I think a lot of times when you get to be a senior, you have to realize your role is different now. And so if there are kids complaining to you about something the coach is doing or about the team, it's kind of your job to not get in on that. And even if you kind of are questioning what the coach is doing as well, you should still always have her back when you're talking to the team and say, you know what, let me go talk to the coach about this if you guys are having an issue with it, rather than getting in on it and being like, I know, she's such a meh, meh, meh. You know, you don't want to get involved with it. You want to try to help calm the situation. Keep asking yourself, how can I build, how can I help build a better chemistry on our team? How can I get us to work together better? If you ask that, you know, it will help you. And if kids are always complaining about this or that, you know, you do have to confront them. I know one year we had a girl on our team that kept going, I think this just happened recently too, but, oh, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. And pretty soon about five kids went, when? And she went, what do you mean? When are you going to quit? You keep saying you're going to quit. So either do it or quit talking about it. So it's bringing everybody else down. Yeah, it's hard enough to stay up yourself without having someone bring you down. So remember that. Remember to represent your team with class and pride. And that are all your actions such that you'd like to see them in the 8th graders and ninth graders and seventh graders at your studio, even younger kids, they're looking up to you. So everything you're doing, right? So really think of those little eyes watching you. And if you're worthy of being 
followed. It's important. It's even the way that you're, you know, like I always say that, like, for example, like we'll have in our hip hop class, um, we go from sixth grade to 12th grade in our older classes. And so we'll have kids in there that I'm like, I know you don't need to be doing this full out every time because you already have it. But when you're not doing it full out, it's making the little sixth graders go, oh, that's how they work. And they're, they're our top kids at the studio. So if they're going to be lazy and not do it full out, I don't probably have to either. So yeah. even you're just setting an example. So even if you have the dance down perfectly, you still got to almost go more hardcore as a senior than you did when you were younger. Next thing I want to just talk about is remind your team how today's work will lead to tomorrow's victory. You know, remind them why you're working so hard. And you've got to be the one that tells them that. Like, we can do this. We want to have, like, say it's, we want to have more flexibility. That's why we're stretching. Let's do it. We want to be, I always have a rule with my team. Somebody might come up with better choreography. They might come up with a neater costume or a cooler dance or, or whatever, a neater prop, whatever it is. With, that you're, but they can't out-condition us. They can't out-train us. We can work on that. So help be the one that sets that tone at your practice that nobody can out-condition us. We've, we've got that. Remember to check in with your coach often and see if you're doing And You know, I love this when someone said, coach, is there anything I can do better? Because then I'll go, it'll give me a chance to open that door and go, yeah, I really feel you're doing great with this, this, and this, but the one thing you maybe can work on is this. So check in with your coach. Um, try to bond, build groups and bond with your team. One of the big things you can do is hold <laughs> events that pull your team together, like Think of a once a month bonding party that you could do at someone's house. Like maybe you're decorating your water bottle with. Yeah, it doesn't need to be anything elaborate, but you could do fun little activities. How about this? This is my team water bottle and it's decorated. It's more of a coffee mug, I think. It's more of a coffee mug. <laughs> yeah, but it's rhinestoned and decorated and I love it. So that would be something. One time we made, um, we took flip flops from Target and then. Our school colors were blue and white, so we tied blue and white ties around the, them. So they, it, the team had matching things. I know one team that always paints their ballet slippers just with, they really look neat too. And it, it's just kind of a thing they do every summer is they paint some of their old shoes and they, they keep them for that. But some, come up with some traditions that you can do together that will just pull you together. And it's not really about the product. It's about the activity and having positive activities that, uh, that bring you together as a group. We watch movies. We, we will watch, I mean, there's just a list of movies you got to watch as a team. And if you did one a month in the summer, it would be great. It's hard to do them outside in Minnesota because of the mosquitoes, but maybe you're in another place where you can do outdoor movies. Everybody bring a beanbag chair or a you know, so you can lay out under the stars and, and watch them. So the number one one I love is McFarland USA with Kevin Costner. It's a great team building movie. Um, Rudy, Remember the Titans, Hoosiers. Miracle. Miracle. There's so many. So just Google that and watch team building movies together. It's a great thing to do. Here's a couple other things that I'll just go in, go on with is... Remember the power of praise. When you're trying to help kids get better, imagine them wearing a shirt, catch me doing something right, rather than let's point out everything they're doing wrong. And I always feel like that's something too, a lot of times I see at first when kids get to be in that leadership role or senior year, that they start by wanting to correct constantly. Power crazy. Rather than, you know, it's not, the coaches are doing that already and it's fine to give critiques, but also it's really awesome for you to be the one to go, 
hey, you looked really good. I can tell you've gotten more flexible at that. Or I can see you've worked on that because that kind of stuff is going to just build kids' confidence and it's going to make them so much stronger. And it's almost more important than the critiquing. They're already getting hit by a million different people. And it's important to remember how um, cool the kids think you are when they're younger and how a comment from you a comment from you can just mean so much, you know? And so really watching how you say stuff too. Like even... Doing stuff like saying, hey, I really like your shirt today. That can make a big difference in a freshman's day when you're a senior, if so you say that. If, if kids are feeling left out and not a part of your team, it, it's shame on you. You've got to pull them in. You've got to be the ones that make that cohesiveness. They're never going to go up to you. You need to go up to them. So remember that you're going to get a lot farther by praising kids and try to use it as a we project. Here, we've got to figure out a way to help you get your spot. We've got to figure out a way to how to help get you more flexible. I was thinking about you, and here's something I thought we could do to get your um, this better. You know, if you sit there and go, you're doing that wrong, it's, you know, you could say, here, let me show you how to do that. That's going to go a lot farther. So think of what you're saying or how you're saying what you're saying, but also thinking of how you word it. It's going to mm-hmm. be delivered a lot better. You know, they always say you get a lot farther with honey than vinegar. So think what you can do and say everything in a positive manner that you can say. Um, also think about your life choices that you, you really need to realize that you're mentoring these kids. So if you're out partying and, and doing things, it's just not good for your team. I really feel it's an important thing that when you commit to a team, you also commit to a lifestyle that is a healthy one you know I don't want to do things that my kids would be embarrassed that I'm doing so I try to lead a pretty even keel lifestyle I think that's important so it's also kind of that same thing where I've seen it where kids go do stuff and not follow the rules and then they'll go get mad at kids for not following other rules and it's like if you're gonna discipline this person or turn them in for not following a certain rule you better be following all the rules as well yeah you can't pick and choose the rules you follow Mm -hmm. so um, think about this. Set it. On our team, we have a, a thing called this is how we do it. We don't have a lot of rules. We have rules like you know the difference between right and wrong, so choose what's right. Everything you do can be detrimental to our team or positive for our team. So all your actions should be such that you want them on our team. So um, try to be a fierce competitor. Try to be the hardest working so you can teach underclassmen how to be competitive. But going back to what I was saying is we have a little unwritten rule called this is how we do it. And one day on our, just out of happenstance, I wish I would have filmed it, but I didn't. I just said, on this team we, and I let my seniors complete the, complete the sentence, and it was so cool. They said stuff like, we start on time. And then another one would go, we come here to work. And the next one said, on this team, we get along. On this team, we care. On this team, we train, meaning that we follow the rules. On this team, we realize, you know, we're, we're in it. We're all in. We're either all in or we're all out. I can't think of some of the other stuff they said. On this team, we take critiquing and want to get better. We aren't above getting critiqued because we all need to do it. But anyway, I'd like you to do your own on this team we and maybe make up a set of norms that aren't rules. They're just how you live it. And on this team, we say early is on time, on time is late. And we live that so much that recently I had one of my kids were working in a dance store I own and she came in and it was at 3.30 and she was supposed to start her shift at 3.30 and she went, coach, I'm sorry, I'm right on time. 
And I'm like, it was just hilarious because it's so true that we try to live these norms. And so I just say it's your senior year. Make it the best you can make it. I hope this has helped you a little bit. And go out, go get them and be a great senior leader. And think about now how you want to be remembered next year. Thanks for listening to Anything But Routine. Each episode we plan to talk about anything dance, anything that would apply to a studio owner or a dance coach at a high school or community rec. We feel our experience- Or a dancer. Or a dancer, yeah. We feel our experience is, it's just gonna be a different thing every episode, so tune in. We hope you enjoyed and make sure to subscribe.